Iowa Securities Commission, or ASC, is a state agency that regulates the financial industry in Alabama. Our mission is to protect investors from securities fraud and preserve legitimate capital markets in our state. This podcast is part of the ASC's Women's Financial Empowerment Program called SheCan. You can learn more about the ASC and the SheCan program by visiting our website, www.asc.alabama.gov. The opinions expressed in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the positions of the commission, but belong solely to the speakers and hosts. Hi, SheCan followers. Today, we are talking about our favorite cheap and easy fall recipes, season of giving scams, and ways to shop smart as we prepare for the upcoming season. We have an awesome co-host joining us today, all the way from Mobile, Alabama, Mindy Donaldson. Mondi is the Vice President of the BBB Educational Foundation serving Central and South Alabama. She is an awesome teacher and advocate for protecting consumers from all types of fraud. Thanks for being here, Mondi. Well, thanks so much, Faith. I really appreciate that kind introduction. I'm glad to be here. We are so thankful to have friends like you who help support the SheCam program. I don't know if anyone outside the Alabama Securities Commission knows this, but you were actually with us at the beginning stages of planning the program, and you helped us conduct some of our research. When I first met you, I felt like I had an immediate friend because you're so much fun to be around. You're very easy to talk to. And I learned that we are both University of Alabama alum. Mindy, can you tell our SheCan listeners a little bit more about yourself and what you do at the BBB? I'm happy to, Faith. And yes, I've really enjoyed working with you and Dan Lord and some of the other folks there on the SheCan program. Um, We have looked at other programs and in our research, we found something that we think is going to be so doable for Alabama. And Faith's been doing a great job getting us ready for that and rolling it out. So I think, you know, get ready, women in Alabama, because there's a great program coming your way. Um, I want to tell you a little bit about the Better Business Bureau and about myself. Um, the Better Business Bureau has been around nationally for 100 years, and we have been in the in Alabama since the mid-1950s. Our Birmingham office opened in 1955, and actually our Mobile office was in 1954. The mission of the BBB is to promote trust in the marketplace, and in my role, I go around all over the state educating consumers on the different scams that they may come across. It may be from senior scams to small business scams. There's not anybody in Alabama that can't fall victim of a scam of some kind. It's unfortunate, but that's the way it is. Um, I think this is a very timely time to talk about scams. We see a lot of year-end scams with giving, and then we also see uh, online scams are growing overnight. I mean, the numbers. And then actually right now, Medicare scams are pretty big in Alabama because the sign-up period is until the beginning of December. So I do this and I love to be in front of people and we wish we could all be with y'all personally. But through this podcast, we're going to tell you a lot more about what the ASC is doing and a little bit about the Better Business Bureau. And hopefully you'll come away with some great information today that will help protect you, make you a smart investor. And we're going to have a little fun doing it as well with a little Christmas and tailgating thing. I'm excited. Thank you so much for your kind words. Uh, we really appreciate that. And we certainly appreciate the work you do at the BBB, helping people learn about the different scams that are out there so that they can protect themselves. I know you said this, and it's so true that anybody can fall victim to a scam. And that's one of the reasons that we're doing what we're doing here today. And we certainly are blessed to have you as a partner for education and outreach. Now, a fun fact that you didn't mention about yourself is that you and your husband are big Alabama football fans. 
and I love seeing your photos from tailgating and watching the games. But if you're not an Alabama fan, it's okay. Stay tuned. All sports fans are welcome here. <laughs> we will take Auburn fans, Troy fans, UAB fans, South Alabama fans, anything you want. We're here for you. <laughs> Absolutely. And since it's the fall season, we do want to share some of our favorite inexpensive and simple to make tailgate recipes. So, Mindy, why don't you go ahead and tell us what your recipe is. So my recipe is just as basic as it can be. It's an apple dip. You can use it, you can prepare it ahead of time or you can do it like at the last minute. I like to prepare it ahead of time myself. So it's just an apple dip recipe. Um, it's eight ounces of cream cheese softened, three-fourths cup brown sugar, a half a cup of sugar, and one teaspoon vanilla. And then you add a package of bit or brickle. They, it's like Keith Bar coffee. It'd be in the, in the aisle where the chocolate chips are. You cream all that together and that's your apple dip. Then you can either cut your apples, and I do think this is a fun time of year for this one too because there's all sorts of apples out there, every variety you can think of. This is a recipe that children and adults like. And so you cut the apples just prior to serving and add a little lemon juice so they'll stay fresher. But if you don't want to do that, you know, most stores have prepackaged apple slices in the produce section. And so you can just bring them to your friend's house or if you're watching the game together, if you're still doing a little tailgating, you can use this recipe anytime, anywhere. And I must say, I like to lift the bowl a lot. <laughs> <laughs> if you like caramel apples, you'll like this recipe. That sounds good. You can get the apples right now pretty cheap. It's not going to make a huge dent in your grocery budget, which I think we can all appreciate. If you didn't catch that recipe, you can follow us on Instagram. It's shecan.alsecuritiescommission, and you can get the recipe from there. Yes, that would be great. So now let's talk about season of giving scams. Monday, will you define what a season of giving scam is? Yes, unfortunately, the season of giving scam is raising its nasty head about this time every year. Most folks like to give back at this time of year to the less fortunate, so they like to volunteer or do something else. What this really is, is tricksters trying to impersonate real charities to swindle money from caring people. They basically are impersonating charities online or calling them on the phone. That's terrible. I hate to see people get taken advantage of, especially this time of year, because like you said, it, people want to give from their heart or they want to volunteer from, our, from their heart. But can you give our listeners a few examples of the types of season of giving scams that the BBB has seen in the past and what they should look out for? Yes, I would uh, suggest that people look out for names of charities they've never heard of. Like it may say something like Salvation Army Generals, Salvation Army Friends of the Salvation Army. They take uh, the title of a well-known Christmas charity, which the Salvation Army is, and I'm using them just as an example, and they tag along some other words. So you think you're giving to a reputable charity like the Salvation Army, but instead these people, have, they set up GoFundMe pages or they start calling you on the telephone, or even you might even get emails and you think they're real, but they're not. That would be the kind of thing that you need to be looking for. We also saw something, a little variation on this, since we've had so many hurricanes down here in South Alabama lately. Saw a GoFundMe page the other day, and it basically just said, you know, we want to help people for the hurricane. 
It was not a legitimate charity. It was not a church. It was just a group of people. So you don't know where your money's going. So I think people need to be very alert on a redefined brand. That is a good tip. And it's tragic because it seems like these scams all have an element of truth to them. So they seem believable, but it's not legitimate. That's correct. Tell our listeners what they can look for. They, they need to research their preferred charity. They need to go to the website and or even type in the word, type in complaint or scam afterward to see if anything comes up. If somebody comes to your door, ask for the charity's name, their address, and their phone number. And if you feel rushed or under pressure, the chances are they are a scammer. This is a good one. It's so dominant these days. Only give donations through secure payments. And we recommend credit card and PayPal. Anybody that's trying to get you to give by, through buy gift cards and meet somebody in a Walmart parking lot, that is definitely a scam. And trust your instincts. If someone starts asking for your personal information, just end the call or ask them to leave immediately. Those are great tips. But what about some of our SheCan followers that are out of state or if they have friends and relatives that live out of state? Is there a national hotline that they can call? Yes, there is. So as I mentioned earlier, the Better Business Bureau is a part of a national organization. And we have an arm called the BBB Giving Wise Giving Alliance. And it's a national charity organization that helps donors make informed giving decisions. And it promotes high standards of conduct. And, you know, they list legitimate organizations. So here's some contact information for the BBB Wise Giving Alliance. And you could just go to give.org. And the phone number is also 703-247-9321. Or if you want to email someone, you could just go info at give.org. The BBB provides such an important service, especially when it comes to protecting the public from businesses that allege that they're going to take care of their consumers, but they're not. That's right. And uh, we do. That is one of the great things about the Better Business Bureau. And we also have a thing called BBB Scam Tracker. So if you wanted to go check to see if there was anything going on um, in Montgomery or in Dothan or any place else in the state, just to track scams. Or even if you had a relative, and as you mentioned, some of our listeners may live in Georgia or they may live outside the South and they might want to know what's going on in their particular area. Or maybe they have a relative that lives down here and they think, oh, I wonder if, if, if my grandmother is getting scammed. They can go to the BBB.ScamTracker and you can track scams there. That's awesome. All right. So let's move on to our final topic. We are women. We are planners. And we are typically the ones left to do the buying of Christmas <laughs> gifts for our immediate and extended families. So true. <laughs> so a little funny tradition we have in our family is this. is My husband was an, on, was an only child. So he would get gifts from people that were famous at the time. We adapted that to our family, and as it grew, some of our gifts were inexpensive from people uh, that were movie stars or rock stars. But every year, somebody gets a gift from Nick Saban or Drew Brees or possibly Sean Payton from the, the Coach of the Saints. But every year, my children get a big kick. And they're all grown up now, but they still get a big kick out of out of these silly gifts that my husband and I make up for our family. Oh, I 
love that. What a neat tradition. I bet y'all have some good laughs on Christmas morning. We certainly do. Well, when I think about buying gifts, you know, I think about this shift from the traditional in-store shopping to making online purchases. And now with COVID, I think we're going to see a huge increase in online purchases. And you have some pretty alarming statistics about online purchase scams. So online scams were among the top riskiest scams in the country for the last three years. But this year, it's a staggering 80.5% of consumers have been scammed. And what's really interesting is that the age group who have been scammed, the ones that are most at risk are ages 35 to 44. Is that people are on their computers so much more, you know, they're having to work remotely, their children are learning from home. The, the amount of techn- the technology you're in front of all the time has really, you know, boosted that number way off the charts this year. Definitely. So that kind of makes me feel like if I go out, I might risk exposure to the virus, but if I buy online, I could risk my wallet. Help us out, Mondi. What are some of the ways we can protect ourselves from online purchase scams? Great question. So if, if a deal looks too good to be true, definitely is. Um, here's a little trick a lot of the scammers are using. Actually, puppy scams are one of our biggest scams. So a lot of times you'll see professional photos of puppies, but that's, that photo has been shown to thousands of people all over the country. So professional photo, photos do not mean it's a real deal. Watch out for fake websites. So watch the URL. Watch for bad grammar. Research the age of the domain. And there again, as I said, most of the time people are just scrolling on social media media a lot. You know, beware making quick purchases while scrolling through social media. That's a big one. Social media scams now because stock photos are so readily available. You have to be really careful. We want to help our listeners shop wisely by avoiding fraud and saving money. They can avoid fraud. They can protect their wallet. But if they can save money, they have more money to invest, which is really our goal here at the commission. So I'd love to hear your tips on how to save money on gifts this year. You know, if this Christmas will be so different for every person in America because they won't be able to travel. You know, so many people have lost their jobs. So I have a few little things that I thought about, and that's more like making personal gifts, like jewelry. Beading jewelry, can, you may you may have old things around your house where you can make something original, knitting scarves, or woodworking project, or painting. I think people value something made by someone they love a lot more than something that may have been purchased, or something, or a gift certificate to someplace that's struggling to stay open. You know, these restaurant, local restaurants are trying so hard to to be viable. I I like just making some personal gifts. I love that idea, making it personal. It reminds me of my sister. She is an excellent artist and every year I ask her to paint me something and those are the gifts that I really treasure the most and I've got I've got them all still in my room so I think that's really good advice. One of the ways that my family saves money is we just buy gifts for the kids. So I've got three older siblings and they're all married so we just do gifts for, for their kids but I've also discovered that the dollar store is the best place to buy wrapping paper, tissue paper, gift tags, all your wrapping needs. Absolutely. And then, of course, year right after Christmas sales, and a lot of places are already having their sales on Christmas trees. And, um, you know, a lot of the Black Friday sales have already started. But I, I too, frequent the dollar stores quite a bit and have for years and years. Great idea. Thanks. So before we sign off, I'd like to give you an opportunity if there's anything else that you'd like to share with our listeners. Yes. So if you see anything 
that you believe is a scam um, in Alabama. Our service area is from Birmingham area south. So if you see anything, please feel free to contact us at the Better Business Bureau. We are here. We have operators on duty all the time. Now, if you're in the Huntsville area, there is the Better Business Bureau of North Alabama, and they are our partner partner in BBB. So if you're listening in North Alabama, you can call the folks in Huntsville. Everybody needs to be aware of the choices they make, and they need to go slow, listen carefully. Don't answer the phone if it's somebody you don't know who's calling you. Take your time and look at programs like the She Can program because these things are being put together by the state to help protect women and to help women have a voice in their own financial security. And as a woman professional, I can't say, I can't express how important that is to, to be to be able to stand on your own and make good financial decisions for yourself, for your family, and for your future. And that's what this program is all about. And BBB is there to partner with the ASC to help people protect their investments and protect their assets and make good choices in all their purchases. That is great advice, just to take your time, go slow, don't let yourself get in a rush. And I think that will go a long way in helping you protect your wallet. And even just talking about saving money too, not making those quick purchase decisions, but making sure you really budget out for this season of giving and be intentional about what you spend on and where you're going to give. So Mondi, thank you so much for being here with us today. And thank you everyone for tuning in. If you have any questions about this podcast, you can just click the email button below and we'll see you next time.